0: welcome to the leading in love podcast if you are a leader in any capacity who is married or considering marriage you're tuned into the right place we help leaders take care of their marriages remember you are a successful leader and your marriage and family can be successful too you don't have to sacrifice leadership for love and you don't have to sacrifice love for leadership and now here are your hosts, Gary and Julie. Hey, 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 everyone!
1: Hello, everybody. I
0: hope everyone's doing all right today.
1: We are back again, Gary and Julie, leading in love. Happy to be here.
0: Yes, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. Yourself? Oh, wonderful, my love. Awesome. Wonderful. No kissy, kissy. <laughs> <All right. laughs> we are so excited that you are joining. us. See, many leaders look back at their legacy and realize that some of the greatest mistakes they have made was not in business itself, but in how they manage their households, their families, and their marriage. Mm -hmm. They might even say they didn't take enough risk in business or in some aspect of their personal life. But I don't think they will say that they should have taken more risk where their family is concerned. Uh, That's true. That sounds short-sighted, anyways, because it sounds like you are putting your family in more risky situations, right? Yeah, there's a
1: big difference between taking risks and being irresponsible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. They will probably say, I should have done more to protect my family, Mm -hmm. for example. Leading in love helps leaders protect their marriages. Leading anyone is demanding. And when you are leading two different groups with different demands, their responsibilities may not be symmetric. That's right. But if you are attentive to both, you will find that the skills are transferable.
1: That's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Just as you are able to lead successful teams, you can lead a successful family simultaneously. Now, for our listeners, you notice that the first set of broadcasts focused on topics that deeply affect our marriage, such as behavior, communication, quality time, habits, and the like. Mm -hmm. What you will notice in our podcast moving forward is that we are slowly turning the corner into discussing topics that have a stronger marriage and leadership tone.
1: Right, which is the core of our message anyways,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? Leaders taking care of their marriages.
0: Exactly, just as they do within their leadership roles absolutely in the workplace.
1: So, you remember that word synergy?
0: Yes. I've come across it several times in my readings. Basically, if people work together, they get more than if they work separately.
1: Right. So, you know, it's actually a real word.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, when I first came across it back in, like, university, it sounded so made up, but it mm-hmm. comes from the Greek word synergia. Okay. Which actually means working together. together. And apparently it was used in the mid to late 19th century to describe certain phenomena that result when two elements interact rather than working separately.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I took this further and I looked up on Wikipedia, mm-hmm. which is, you know, the easiest source of information.
0: Right.
1: And basically it's a term that's used in biological sciences. And the examples they gave were in instances of pests and mm. drugs, mm. So, for example, if virus A makes 10% of the population sick
2: mm-hmm.
1: and virus B makes 5% of the population sick,
2: mm-hmm.
1: then if they occurred at the same time, right, the baseline estimate would be that they would make 15% of the population sick. Okay. But if it makes, say, 20% of the population sick, then you say that there's a synergistic effect right? because when they work by themselves, you get 10 and 5, but when they work together, you get 20%. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Okay, so it's also a term that they use in in production. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So um, it might be more efficient and cost-effective to manufacture, say, product A Mm -hmm. and product B at the same plant rather than manufacturing them at separate plants. Mm -hmm. They call this uh, economies of scope. Which is a type of synergy.
0: So the word has its place in different disciplines and circumstances, including marriage.
1: Right. And your marriage is your closest relationship because it takes, sorry, and it takes every ounce of you to make it work. Mm Because you can't have a 50-50. You can't go 50-50 on marriage. No. The average input has to be 100% each because... What you might find is that it's at one time, one person is carrying the load, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So, imagine the wife who is a primary breadwinner, but she has to do mommy duties as well,
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay? Or a situation where one spouse is, he say the wife, and now daddy has to do everything. Mm-hmm. Kids, work,
2: mm-hmm. the whole shebang, mm-hmm. right?
1: So, if you're the only one working at it, then it's like you're getting less out mm. than you're putting in. right? But if you're both actively working or both contributing, then you both get more than you put. So there's your gestalt right, or your synergy. Right. And this is a win-win situation, and this is the ideal situation.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: so today what we're going to be talking about is a number of things that are critical to a lasting relationship, but the true benefit is only recognized when both parties are actively working in the
0: marriage. Right. Cool. That's cool, (laughs) boo-boo.
1: So we have a list of 13 vital things that we think are very important to every marriage in order for them to stand the test of time.
0: So what's the first one? How
1: about you lead us off?
0: Identity. Yes. No two relationships are the same. Your marriage is unique. Absolutely. We all have that understanding. Mm -hmm. Your individual experiences are unique. So when you come together, you're going to create a unique experience, which will be difficult to duplicate, which means it will be difficult to replicate the life and lifestyle or the couple you admire the most. You spend many years listening to their advice and trying to, you know, follow them only to find out that they were only giving you advice. So now all you have. Is a set of information and nothing to show for it. Right.
1: So rather than just trying to copy somebody mm-hmm. or another couple that you admire, you have to take the time to create your own identity. Right. Which means that you can pull from different people.
0: But you have to figure out how it's going to work within exactly. yourselves individually right. and yeah. together. Exactly.
1: So every marriage. As its own identity. The next thing that every marriage has or needs to have is destiny.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, where are you going as a couple?
0: Yes, not individually. Right. But as a but couple. As a couple.
1: So, what's your collective purpose? You know, what's the difference you're gonna make in the world?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It can't just be to get married, have a great wedding, bring all your friends out, your family out. Mm-hmm. Two Turn years. Turn it l- all the way up. <laughs> two years <laughs> later, you have a, a, a your first boy, then a girl.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. And then a few years later, you buy yourself a single house.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Then you grow your career.
2: Yeah. And
1: then every spring break, you fly to Cancun.
2: Yeah.
1: Or wherever you, wherever all the families fly to till your kid turns eighteen, and then now mm-hmm. you you know, now you're just together. You have to have somewhere that you're going. Mm-hmm. As a couple,
2: mm-hmm.
1: what is it that your marriage and your relationship is supposed to contribute mm-hmm. to make this world better? And I believe that all couples have that. Mm-hmm. They have an identity. They
0: have a destiny. Absolutely. You, you just got to figure it out. Yeah. Right? Yep. The third one is define how you communicate love. Mm-hmm. Languages reflect the individual, but the love languages, together is the language of the couple. Know your love languages. These have become a staple in relationships. Gary Chapman taught us about these things and even in our marriage. We see that being attentive to our love language makes our relationship more dynamic. Now, we've definitely shared this in the past, and we stand very firmly by it. Communicate love to each other.
1: And know how you do it. And no so I, I think it. the love language, the love language is a great tool, because it allows you to really take a look at yourself
2: mm-hmm.
1: and your spouse. But I think it's a it's a, it's a tool.
2: Yeah,
1: you know, a tool. You have to go to work with a tool, and the mm-hmm. tool is good for an ideal situation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, as a couple, the knowing the love language is good. Mm-hmm. Knowing how to speak it is good, but you don't just stop at the the five Mm -hmm. that he describes is like figure out exactly what your wife likes, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: what makes her tick, Mm
2: -hmm. what makes
1: her excited, Mm -hmm. what makes her happy, you know, what makes her, what gets her going. Absolutely. I think very important that you have to understand that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Now, another thing, the fourth one is every couple, every marriage, every lasting relationship You need a defining moment. Mm. This is where, this is kind of like where your true identity is formed. Mm -hmm. So you have your identity, like what people see, Mm -hmm. but then there's the identity of you knowing who you are. Mm -hmm. And that happens when you have a defining moment. And this really helps you define your relationship. Now, the sad part is that sometimes these are make or break moments Mm. where if the couple's not really attentive to mm-hmm. the dynamics, they just split.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, they walk away from each other. And, you know, sometimes they are tragic, sometimes they're not. Mm-hmm. It could be successful. It could mm-hmm. be success. Because mm-hmm. people respond differently differently when it comes to success.
2: Absolutely. Some people,
1: like, go off the rails when they succeed. Some people, you know, they get depressed when they fail. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of, the effects on either side kind of play out in s- similar.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so... Sometimes when good things happen, one spouse might become now selfish. Like if there's money involved.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you win the lottery. One spouse gets like a really big promotion and you know money's coming in, mm-hmm. they might fall back into being selfish and self-centered. Mm-hmm. And it's all about me. I'm the I'm the I'm the main effect here, I'm the main event here. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes uh tragic. But even in that, that's a defining moment. Can you circumvent the situation, mm-hmm. and then pull out your character, define your character, mm-hmm. really extract your identity, and then roll forward.
0: Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm gonna go further and and say that your defining moment you will come earlier in your marriage. Okay, you know I feel as as though it will come earlier within your marriage. Within that, before you hit that 10-year mark. agree A lot of the times. And that defining moment, that, that time where now what you might have had planned as far as what your destiny was now gets challenged. That puts you in a position where you might feel like you want to walk away. Because the destiny that you had planned seems so far away now. Mm. So, is it really going to happen? And how you conquer that that moment, mm. that question, and yeah. that challenge yeah. could be your defining moment. For us, it was year seven. I think was it year seven or year eight?
1: I say eight and a half.
0: Somewhere around. But well, it's
1: there. right. It's right in that that gray area
0: right where we had to turn back around and and pay attention to what was our destiny exactly what was our purpose within our marriage and even Why? our dreams
1: though and our even dreams. our individual dreams and our like that we're gonna help each other pursue
0: but our individual dreams, really and truly defined even our destiny. It became
1: our marriage goals. We brought it
0: together as our marriage goals. Absolutely. And we had plans. But again, that destiny was challenged in year eight and a half. Yep. Where now that became our defining moment.
1: Yeah, absolutely right. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, to that point, um, I was reading uh, Jed Diamond. Mm -hmm. He's the founder of Men Alive. And he actually defined it just like how you said it. Mm -hmm. There's four stages of love. First stage, you fall in love. Mm -hmm. Second stage, you become a couple.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So the identity that people see start to form. Oh, yeah, they're together. Mm -hmm. Then you get to stage three, which is the the period of disillusionment.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: this period could last a very long time. Mm -hmm. He says for for a particular couple... I think it lasted a decade. Wow. And that's a period of uncertainty, pretty much how, how hell breaks loose. Okay. But then the la- there's only one more stage after this, stage four, and mm-hmm. this is where you get on the other side of conflict. Right. And now you understand what real love is and you build a true, solid relationship. Conflict, it'll pop up once in a while, but you've dealt with so much right. that there's nothing worse that you can't deal with.
0: And that's when you start floating
1: that's On your defining cloud moment. 99. Exactly. That's yeah. your
0: defining moment. Yeah. Yeah. The fifth one, periods of rest. Mm-hmm. Know when to take a break. <laughs> take a break. Okay. Yes. As leaders, we are always trying to pursue excellence.
1: But we'll take breaks together though.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. And because we're always trying to pursue excellence. We sometimes, yes, we understand we have to take that break, and and but taking that break together and being very strategic about it, mm-hmm. on even what are you going to do within that break is important. I'm going to go further and give our example as well. Um, you and I took a break that same year yeah. in that defining moment year yeah. but when i looked back on it yeah we went on vacation for a week and we had a great time mm-hmm. but we got we were together for dinner right and you know can't freak at night but that was but that was it right
1: it was good for you though
0: okay we're not gonna go there <laughs> We're not going to go there. But I was busy hanging out in the spa all day. True. Right? I was in the gym. I you come were there. in the gym yeah. uh, playing ball, eating, wandering around. I was in the spa all day, and then I was dancing at night. And then I'll go in the room and find my husband passed out. We took a break.
2: Yeah, we did. You're right.
0: But we didn't take a break together properly. Yes, exactly. Okay, so I'm going to go further again and say periods of rest. No one to take a break. Take a break together. Sharing in conversation is a period of rest because you get to share your burden and motivate each other. That's very important. Right? So date nights, of course, you've heard this before, are very important. Vacation together. Planning things together and enjoying the results of it. 100%.
1: 100%. Now, the next one, we're at number six, support from family. Mm-hmm. And this helps a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, if we didn't have the kind of support from we have that we have from both your parents mm-hmm. and my folks, we mm-hmm. probably wouldn't be parents of four children.
0: No, no.
1: We couldn't do it.
0: Especially the age difficult. that
1: we started at. Yes, we were been, babies exactly, when we it started. Been very tough.
0: Absolutely. So
1: what we can what we both agree on is that the more support you have from family is the easier marriage is.
2: Yeah.
1: And a lot of people, when they say, you know what, my 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 my, my wife, this or that, there's always somebody kind of lurking in the background
2: yeah
1: and the times that it becomes really difficult is when there's family lurking in the background and they're giving the wrong information right But when family is not lurking but standing in the background mm-hmm. and giving you the right information and cheering you on and mm-hmm. surrounding you and say listen you know we're not going to let you fall apart
2: mm-hmm.
1: call us when you need us or if you think you need us we're going to show
2: up mm-hmm.
1: and if you hit a rough time because you're going to go through your rough patch you're going to go through your defining moment and and that's the other thing. Going through that defining moment, mm-hmm. you need a good support system.
0: Absolutely.
2: Because
1: it's going to be epic.
2: Mm-hmm. It is epic. Mm-hmm.
1: So you need a good family surrounding you because fa- good family surrounding you, though they're willing to correct you, they're willing to remind you,
2: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They're willing
1: to encourage you. Sometimes you forget your vows mm-hmm. and your parents will come back and say, hey, this is what you promised right. this girl. Right. This is what you promised that those parents' daughter- Yeah. Stick to that.
2: Right. Right?
1: And, you know, too many times there's conflict between in-laws, and that just creates chaos in their own marriage. Mm -hmm. Because now they might, if the the couple, the spouses aren't conscientious, they might pick a side.
0: Right. Absolutely. And, you know, when it comes to support from family, we are very blessed to have uh, strong parents that are very supportive and have been supportive from the beginning. Not everyone has that same situation, mm-hmm. so your family may not necessarily may not be your parents, but it may you may have a family, friends and people that are that you are close to that you can consider as family who will support you as a couple and but, want to make sure that you as a couple are very stable and very strong, definitely. Right? So make sure you know the qualities that you want in those people surrounding you. Mm -hmm. All right?
1: And number seven, you need a place to escape. So where do you go together when things go awry? Mm -hmm. Or when you need a break, where can you both go physically or mentally that just alleviates all the pressures? Mm -hmm. Right? Now, right now, we are... We're moving along pretty well in our life,
2: you know. I we think so.
1: yeah, we're, pretty, we're doing pretty good. <laughs> and we always, in the in the beginning, maybe a few years ago, we found that we could escape into our dreams.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now we kind of escape into the reality
2: mm-hmm.
1: of what's happening, which mm-hmm. is kind of a neat thing to do, mm-hmm. you know. And then we have our children; we see them kind of growing up, so we could escape in that, just kind of mm-hmm. get. Like immerse ourselves in their lives. Oh yeah,
0: they're hilarious. Immer-
1: yeah, immerse ourselves into their thinking. Right. Immer- immerse ourselves into their environment. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good thing when you could not look at your kids as pawns. Yeah. To keep your relationship going. Mm-hmm. But use it as a place where let me go and hang out with my son. Let me mm-hmm. get let me see how he's thinking. Yeah. Let me go and let me take my daughter to you know my favorite cafe.
2: Yeah.
1: And. Tell her to bring her laptop. I'll yeah. bring my laptop and we'll do work and we'll share in what's happening. Oh, yeah. Around us.
0: You know, even I'm going to step out and talk about parenting for a minute. By all means. My one of our daughters, the first one, she, you know, I was listening to an old song. Mariah Carey, Always Be My Baby. And, you know, I, I went old school and. And with lingo, like, you don't even really know what are you saying. (laughs) Like, what are you you singing? You're just used to it being a hit. So you're going off. The volume is on blast. And she's sitting in the front seat watching me. And then she turns it down. And she's like, Mom, um, why would you be singing this song? I said, what do you mean? This this is a hit. Gigi, old school, you know, 90s. Yeah, yeah. And she said to me, Mom, this lady's busy singing about chasing down a man who has clearly showed her that he doesn't want her. And she's saying, you'll always be my baby. I don't care. <laughs> she's like, not me. No way, Jose. Did Jana tell you, I mean, y- did you tell you Yes. And I, and I laughed. And I said, oh, you know what, Gianna? You make a very good point. <laughs> and she's like, well, yeah, you always tell me to listen to songs.
1: Like listen to the words. Listen in the songs. to Not the just song. The beat, listen up to in just, the beat. Exactly. Like you always says.
0: tell me, listen to the words. Now, I'm going to go further and say the relationship that I now have with my parents, specifically my mother, mm-hmm. she comes to me for marriage advice, even. Yeah. Right? And that is an escape for me. Mm mm-hmm. And I saw our future where my daughter will come to me and I know I will be able to trust her to be able to to give me sound advice and be that circle. And, And just like how we had said, you know, a place to escape. Escaping to the future is really encouraging. It keeps you pushing forward within your marriage. Mm
1: -hmm. You're right.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: You're absolutely right. That's beautiful, too. Mm -hmm. Next one. Shared dreams. Yes, ma'am. We dream together and plan together. And it's easy for each of us to situate ourselves in those dreams because they are both our dreams.
1: And we both own them. 100%. 100%. Exactly. And we both will reap the benefits of them 100%.
0: And I would even go further and say write them down together. Yeah. Write them down together. We've heard several times over and over about visual um, boards and, and all of this. Make sure you continuously visit those. Exactly.
1: The next one is a, a spiritual relationship. Now, we have a physical bond, mm-hmm. and we also have a spiritual bond.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we share the same faith,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and we share the same beliefs, mm-hmm. and so it connects us spiritually.
2: Mm-hmm. And I,
1: you'll hear it in the conversations now, mm-hmm. like the leaders, the big leaders of you know some of these Fortune 500 companies, they take time to meditate. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, their religious beliefs situates them.
2: Of course. And it it
1: helps them become good leaders. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing with husband and wife.
2: Yes.
1: Share, you have to connect spiritually. Yes. You can't leave a vacuum. There is no vacuum. Something will occupy it. So make sure that your beliefs, your moral convictions, Mm -hmm. your your moral obligations, that they're all tied. Mm -hmm. Very important. Mm -hmm. When you have that, those are the kind of things that, Bond you closer together.
2: right,
0: right Right. The next one number ten, a continuous learning attitude. Mm-hmm. Be adventurous, guys, discover new things about each other. Yes, okay about life. Share the world with each other. My husband and I we love reading and many many leaders love to read yep. and share the books that you're reading. Mm-hmm. What are you learning about right now?
1: Actually, I went back. I started reading some of those books that I read in high school because I realized in high school when I read those books, it was just to answer the questions on the quiz. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't paying attention. No. So now I have some time. I'm going back and I'm reading those books. I'm like, these are gems. These, the 19th century authors? Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Big mm-hmm. time. Big time.
1: And number 11, frequent checkups for the couple. Be accountable to someone other than your spouse concerning your marriage. For Mm -hmm. example, a therapist, a counselor, a pastor, a mentor. Someone you trust and someone who has your best interest at heart.
0: Always. Yeah. Always. Number 12, create your own definition of happiness.
1: Yes, ma'am. Yeah.
0: For each spouse and both together, what makes each of you happy? Start with that. Yeah. That's actually a very difficult answer, uh, question to answer
1: for a lot of people. And some people don't want to answer it because they, might, they don't want to come off as being selfish and self-serving. But it allows you to put your needs and
0: wants on the table. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, to even go further, if your spouse asks you, what makes you happy? Naturally, you might be thinking... Well, I don't like when you do this and this and this and this and this. All of a sudden, you're going into an argument and the question is never properly answered. Right.
1: Now, the last one is to define your integrity. So, this requires you to be very confident in your relationship. So, integrity comprises respect and humility.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Integrity is how you want to be viewed and treated. Right. Respect is how you view yourself and treat others. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Humility is how you view others and allow them to treat you. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Okay, so a lot of times people throw the, like you hear the word humility used. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing to do with inferiority. Mm -hmm. People that are humble are not inferior. Mm -hmm. What they are is they have a high level of confidence balanced Mm. with respect and how they treat people Mm -hmm. and their integrity. So, you know, again, high confidence is not arrogance Mm because when you're arrogant, you're insecure and humility is a sign of strength. Mm
2: -hmm. So
1: as a couple, define your integrity, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: establish your level of humility, establish your level of respect, establish, therefore establish your level of integrity.
0: Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So just to review Again, the 13 vital areas that we had set that we had stated Mm -hmm. was one, identity. Yes. Number two, destiny. Yep. Three, define how you communicate love. Four, a defining moment. Five, periods of rest. Yep. Six, support from family. Seven, a place to escape.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. eight shared dreams nine a spiritual relationship 10 a continuous learning attitude yes 11 frequent checkups for the couple 12 create your own definition of happiness And 13, define your integrity.
1: Absolutely. So these 13 things, they're a starting point to building a lasting marriage. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And your work on these things together are only means that only death can do you part. Mm
2: -hmm. If you put in the work
1: for these things, right? And if you look through the list that we just went through, you can say that these things are very much appealing or that they appeal to leaders. Right. Because leaders need identity. Mm -hmm. We don't need two Richard Bransons. We Mm -hmm. don't need more Jeff Bezos. We Mm -hmm. don't need another Martin Luther King Jr. Mm -hmm. What we need is who you are and who you can be. Mm. That's who we need, right? Leaders need destiny. They need integrity. They need rest. They need support. They need to be visionaries. They need to be dreamers. They need mental, spiritual, and physical stability. Mm -hmm. So if you incorporate these things into your marriage, Mm -hmm. you also have to incorporate them in how you manage yourself as a leader. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: as we said in the beginning, these skills are transferable.
0: You're right. These
1: ways of thinking, these perspectives, these habits, Mm -hmm. they're transferable. Mm -hmm.
0: right? Mother Teresa once said, if you want to change the world, then go home and love your family.
1: Wow. That sums it up.
0: That's right, boo boo. Yep. Yeah. Well, everyone, it was a pleasure hanging out with you. That is our future for today. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We love spending time with you. Remember, you, you are a successful, successful leader, and your marriage and family, family. can be successful yes. too.